Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. <clears throat> it's morning. We're not doing a late night bone. <laughs> uh, no notes today. Completely off the cuff. Um, I got one tab open with the results. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I wasn't feeling well last night. So my apologies for not going live like I usually do on Wednesday nights. Um, so I just, uh, I just, I just watched as a fan and just took it all in. And I absolutely loved Dynamite last night. It was, it was a great way to, have some fallout from the pay-per-view and also begin a new chapter in some new rivalries. But before we get into that, folks, uh, why don't you smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. If you're on Twitch, you can cheer bits, you can sub, you can gift subs, you can do all that stuff. Uh, for YouTube, there's also... The uh, if you want to tip one of your favorite podcasts, that option is just below the chat as well. So we got coffee, we've had about a half a pot of coffee, so we're doing pretty good today. Um, starting to get some chatters in here. Good morning, everyone. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Anna. Yeah, I um, I'm I'm just I'm just not feeling the uh, how do I say this? I I'm barely on social media anymore. Like I'll promote my stuff, you know. I tried. I'm trying to stay consistent with that, but um, I'm not as consistent as I like. Sometimes I just all right. I'm going live. Boom! Here I am. Nothing on Facebook, nothing on Twitter, I, and I get zero reaction on Facebook. Facebook, Facebook doesn't put any of your stuff out there to anyone unless you pay them the big bucks. And I get notifications from them every single day, so I I don't I don't promote on there as much as I do on Twitter and stuff. Um, Twitter, I've got a lot more followers and whatever you know. So, uh, and and I'm trying to get more on uh instagram because i'm i'm on my phone less lately and they started a thing where if you know if i'm some sitting here a lot doing different things on my computer they started a thing where you can upload to instagram from your pc and i've been waiting for that forever i'm like well what if you're just sitting on your computer and Oh, now I got to find my phone and I want to upload something. No, now you can just, boom, you can just do it. It's like, wow, it took them long enough to figure this out. So uh, that makes it a little easier for me, honestly. <laughs> Hates Facebook. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I check in here and there to look at news and stuff. You know, I'll, I'll go to ringsidenews.com or I'll go to WrestleZone for news. Um. I get 
messages all the time from followers like, oh, did you see this? It's like, yeah, I, I, I saw it five minutes ago. Thanks. Uh, you know, <laughs> but don't, don't take that wrong. I, I, I love I love my followers and I, I appreciate uh, the love, whatever love there is. So. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, social media just sucks. So um, I'm on, honestly, I'm on the TNI Discord a lot more, and there's a Smash This Podcast uh, update on there, and I seem to get a lot more response on there. <laughs> that one's always hopping. So, folks, if you're not on the TNI Discord, uh, it's a hopping place, and there's there's all sorts of discussion. It's not just impact-related stuff. There's sports. There's whatever wrestling you want to talk about. There's different categories. There's a treehouse if you're in the treehouse. So, yeah, go check that out. Go check out the merch link down in the description. There is brand new. I was so excited for this. I don't have a promo ready to show you guys. Um, but go check out the merch link because there is new holiday stuff in there. There's new caps in there. There's Santa caps. There's uh, little teddy bears. There's little puppies. Oh my God. There's just adorable stuff in the merch shop. I'm so excited. So watch for that promo. Whoever bought a hoodie, a smash this podcast hoodie the other day. Thank you. That's amazing. So, um, and who, so whoever got that, thanks. Uh, let me know. Send me a pic via social media. Let me know when you got it. Let me know how the quality is. I'm always quality trying to quality check with my, my audience to make sure that they're getting really good quality items from Spreadshop. So far, 100%. No, no problems. So, oh, another thing. Um, what else is in the shop now <sighs> something i'm probably gonna buy for myself new uh soon uh mouse pads there's pillow covers so if, <laughs> i was laughing with my wife last night i'm like well if you want to sleep with the bone just kidding kidding it's, <laughs> so if you really want to smash this podcast pillow cover it's in the shop <laughs> It's great for your couch to put right next to your whatever other stuff you have. Thank you for the super sticker, Anna. Much love. Thank you. Much love. Appreciate it. What's up, Styles? Good morning, my brother. Love you. Hope you're well today. Um, what else before we dive into this? God. Oh, there's magnets. So if you're like one of those person that always looks for weird, interesting magnets to throw on your fridge or your cooler or whatever, don't put them on your computer. That's bad for your computer. Um, uh, there's magnets on there. So um, and I'm and I'm gonna be updating all the TNI shops with all the artwork later today when I have some time, hopefully. Uh, over the next few days, and I'll be pushing ads for all the new merch for Smash This Podcast, TNI, and 
the UK guys. Okay. I'm very proud of them. I want to make sure I push their merch. I haven't been pushing the merch enough. No, Violet, there are no plush kitties. There's just the bear and the, the puppy. But if these sell well for them <laughs> this holiday season, um, maybe we'll get a, a kitty next year. <laughs> But the, the little bears and the puppies are adorable. So, uh, And you can get them with different colored shirts, too, depending on what logo or artwork you want to put on, you know. So um, they are custom. You can custom customize them. So that's one great thing about Spreadshop. And my wife loves bears. So guess what she's getting for Christmas? <laughs> And tell Mrs. Jabo she's still sleeping. All right, enough goofing around. <laughs> How can you have puppies and no kitties? Hey, I, I, I don't, I don't put the stuff in the shop, spread shop. That's just, that's all them. So if you want to see kitties, go talk to spread shirt and. <laughs> I'll bring it up to at the next uh, next meeting. <laughs> yeah, they, they deliver quickly. All right. Let's see here. Let's talk about last night. Um, there's, uh, there's an update, and I'm just going to kind of like just go all over the place. It's not going to be in any specific like match order or anything. Just kind of just off the cuff here. Um, news about Kenny Omega came out recently. He, um, it, I, this kind of got floated around the AEW fan base. There is a video that came out of Kenny Omega getting, I don't know how you say this. It's like a physical therapist. I, I don't remember the guy's name, but he's the guy that for lack of better words, adjusts your body, you know, cracks your neck, takes a hammer and a thing to your neck and then does it to your shoulder and, you know, adjusts everything around you so you can move better and everything a lot is aligned right. Physical, some, he's some kind of physical therapist and a, a chiropractor. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> yes, chiropractic adjustment. Yeah, it's these big $5 words. I don't like chiropractors. Uh, <laughs> they scare the shit out of me. Although I'm probably going to have to see one someday because God knows my back is all kinds of messed up. Uh, although they probably won't touch me because my back is fused. But anyways, that's a story for another time. Um, so yeah. Kenny is going to be out for a, a, a non-specific amount of time. Uh, Meltzer, you know, I know some people hate Meltzer, but uh, I'm, I'm going at that this, this isn't some made-up stuff that he's putting out there because it sounds pretty legit in my in my professional podcasting opinion. Uh, um. He's having uh, multiple surgeries. He has, and uh, I believe Meltzer said, an abdominal, 
a, a abdominal hernia, I believe he said. There's shoulder issues. So, yeah, he's going to be out for for a while. He's, he's expecting him back in February. I don't know if people come back that quickly from abdominal hernias. I, I suppose it just depends on how fit and how healthy you are. So Kenny Omega's pretty banged up. This guy has gone all over the place defending his championship, even went to places like AAA, Impact Wrestling. Um, he has been an absolute workhorse during the pandemic, one of my favorite wrestlers to watch. And um, I wish him well. You know, I'm going to miss him, but it also is going to be on the on the positive side it leaves room for new faces to get a focus on you know we have a new champion we have the forbidden door that's getting opened and new people appearing like we saw between full gear and this last last evening and there's there's also there's there's rumors about a certain group of brothers that might be showing up soon in the world of AEW. Um, you know what? I'm just going to quick look it up because I want to make sure I word this correctly. So if you'll bear me a minute, let's see. We go... We go to A... W News. And this was from, let's see, last last night. This was this came out right before. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the headlines here. Um okay. So this was uh, the headline here is big spoiler on names backstage at AEW Dynamite. And while I'm reading a portion of this article, please don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button if you're digging the content. Uh, so it says this is very interesting turn of events considering the current shape of Ring of Honor, the Briscoe brothers also. Uh, live less than three hours away from the venue in Delaware. Um, although it was reported that they were around backstage, some won't cop to it. The brothers. Other talent we've spoken to say they haven't seen the two backstage as of yet. Okay, so we're, it's not, it's nothing is confirmed. Um, so there is, there, there's rumors that the Briscoes may be coming in. So take, like I said, take that all with a grain of salt. Would love to see the Briscoes have success somewhere else. I know most of my audience would love to see um 
the Briscoes in uh, in Impact Wrestling. And um, <laughs> Styles, I love you. He says, I think we started the Forbidden Door before AEW did STP. We were rambling about wrestling and destroying FNK Fabe. Yeah, we all were partnered up here and there and uh, went on each other's shows and tried to help each other out. And, oh, God, now it feels like a lifetime ago since as long as we've been doing this. Yes, we did all that, didn't we? Yes, yes, Terrence. The open door is outstanding. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Smash that bell for notifications. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You're right, Anna. AEW has more than enough tag teams. But I, I also know that they're coming to a point where I think some of the tag teams that came in early in 2019 might be having their contract up soon. So I don't know if they're going to get re-signed. Like, yeah, this Tony can't hire everyone because it's like, well, then what do you what do you do with everyone? You know, he's he's going to go bald like me trying to book everyone in 20 different places. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. But look, that's and it's nothing to be mad about. That's the wrestling business, you know. Their 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 core roster starting out was insanely solid and great, you know, and it, it evolves. The business has evolved over the last couple of years because of the pandemic and and all sorts of stuff, you know. So, you know, people come, people go. That's that's everywhere. That's you're not gonna escape that anytime in professional wrestling, no matter who you watch. So I mean I'm I'm seeing new names. I, like I don't watch, but I'm I'm hearing all these new names pop up for like for WWE from NXT and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my god you reach age and it starts to become like hard to keep up with this stuff. Sometimes it's your words. I used to watch all this stuff all the time. And I'm just like, no, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I've shrunk it all. I've shrunk that list down significantly. I watch my impact. I watch my AEW and I try to catch other stuff here and there when I have the, the time. And it's, uh, you know, it's life. It's just life, you know? Um, so yeah, back to AEW was talking about, uh, Kenny Omega. He's going to be gone for a significant amount of time. Hope that, uh, he'll come back healthy with it. I'm just going to throw a, a complete guesstimate out there. I'm going to, I'm going to guess six months, six months. So like maybe next spring, you know, maybe around my birthday or something. Hey, happy birthday, J-Bone in April sometime. We'll get Kenny back. We'll see. We'll see, but uh, he deserves the time off, <clears throat> and um, he's been an incredible champ. Whether you you know love him or love to boo him or whatever, you can't deny the talent. He's going to be missed. It's it is also going to be very interesting to see what happens. You know, is Don Callis not going to be around then? Um, what's going to happen with the Bucks? Is that portion of the elite done? 
Adam, it's, it's getting hinted that Adam Cole might be separating himself and hooking up with, uh, that's a horrible way to phrase that, hooking up. <laughs> what kind of show is this? Oh my God, what are we watching here? Um, you know, getting back with this old tag partner, uh, Bobby Fish, you know, Bobby Fish with Adam Cole. The, uh, oh, what the hell was it called? The Undisputed in NXT. And they've been, you know, poking little word jabs at that. <clears throat> this is not a this undisputed thing or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, who who knows? You know that that um, that that future is wide open. You know, are the are are the young bucks? baby faces again because of what they did with hangman are they back with hangman are they going to reform that part of the elite who knows who knows this is this is all stuff that they're just leaving breadcrumbs now it's a new chapter in the company and there's even more stuff that we see in the first part of this episode that was just mind-blowing mind-blowing in my in my opinion um so we have <clears throat> we have the uh was it the dark order out there and they introduce hangman adam page and this place just erupts just erupts they just lose their ever-loving mind and i don't know I, i'd have to go back and watch the episode and count how many times they said shit or cowboy shit on this show and i understand <laughs> i think they're they're like they're they're pushing they're pushing the uh <laughs> they're, they're pushing the limits here i think <laughs> uh it's uh it's definitely pg what what they call that tv 14 pg 14 whatever they call it uh, it's it, and I know there's a lot of little kids that watch that love this stuff. It's like, oh my god, you gotta <laughs> do the do the parents have the box that censors everything? You're gonna hear a beep every two seconds on this damn show. <laughs> oh my goodness, no, I, I I I don't care. I'm not offended. I I like an edgier product. I do. Um, and then uh, in all of a sudden typical heel fashion what brian danielson interrupts the celebration of our hashtag and new aew world champion hangman adam page um <clears throat> there's yeah the little girl in the front row yeah right um so Brian comes out and he's just snarky as hell. Oh my goodness. And it's funny because he really has been, if you've listened to like the scrums or the, the backstage interviews and stuff that they've had with him, he's been pretty cocky and very matter of fact about how good he is. So 
he's all he's been dropping those seeds for weeks now almost every week we the the fans are so just excited to see him it completely goes over their head but the crowd starts booing him do you ever think we'd be in a universe where the audience boos Brian Danielson well we're here folks we are here he is heel he is pissing off the and new AEW world champion uh hangman adam page and uh they start they start getting physical and dark order breaks it up and uh oh man brian danielson the classic american dragon heel i'm i'm digging it i'm i'm really digging it i don't know when this is happening or how fast this is gonna move but um I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm excited. Lots of things going on. Um, let's see here. Be quick. Jump into my... Oh, this is not what I wanted. Go back. Wrong tab. There it is. Um, so then... Okay, so then this led to Brian Danielson beating uh, Evil Uno... And uh, I, I, after like the promo and everything, I like, you know, had to come down from that. So I really sadly didn't pay much attention to this. It was pretty physical though. From what I saw of the match, it was pretty damn physical. Evil Uno, um, he, we can call it a TKO, I guess you could say, you know, he, he got choked out, whatever. Didn't even tap out, uh, left him laying in the ring. And then Brian says, I'm going to do this to everyone in the dark order. Uh, you know, until I get this match with uh, Adam Page. So, yeah, he's full-blown heel. Oof. Get ready. It's, if you haven't seen Brian Danielson as a heel, he's, uh, he's pretty mean. He's not like punk. It's different, you know. He's good, though. Um, not the greatest match coming up here. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it, but, um, I, I wasn't, uh, you know, jumping off my couch for this one, so to speak. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out with Rocky Romero and they introduce Tamahiro Ishii from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He is the new... Uh, never open weight, double whopper with cheese, hold the pickles, champion. God damn, they have a lot of championships in that company. No, he's, he, that, uh, Ishii is one of the toughest SOBs, and I was really hoping I'd, I'd see more. Now, now, granted, who they faced here, the Butcher and the Blade, and the Bunny was there, and Matt Hardy was there as well. And they sold the hell out of the chops and the punches and stuff, even the big guy like the butcher. And that was fun. That was a little comedic. I just, I, you know, and it, there's obviously going to be some comedic stuff with um, Orange Cassidy. So th this was fun. This, is, this wasn't the best representation 
of um, ECE in my professional podcasting opinion. Let me set this to do not disturb. Um, <laughs> ECE is tougher than a $2 steak, a.k.a. Uh, the, the words of uh, JR, I believe. I don't know. Was he on last night? I don't even know. I, I was paying more attention to uh, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone was on fire last night. Oh, you could just tell he was having fun. All right. But um, Cassidy and Ishii beat uh, the Butcher and the Blade. It was fun, but it wasn't like. Like, I, I enjoy fun tag matches like this. Uh, there, there was a better one later. We'll get to that. Next, uh, let's see. Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero, my wife's favorite. Not. Uh, <laughs> uh, versus uh, Hikaru Shida. Now, this is part of the AEW TBS Championship Tournament quarterfinals. <clears throat> This, um, there was a few matches that were like just amazing. And it's really hard for me to pick a favorite from this episode. Usually it's pretty easy. Usually I'm just like, oh, it was this one. But there was the tag match coming up after this. There was this woman's match. And there was also the main event that was just absolutely knocked down, drag out. Just amazing. I don't know what else to say. Um, <laughs> well, we'll see you, Coach Keith. Thanks for stopping in. <clears throat> um, so... Where was I here? No, I just had a brain fart. Ah, okay. Nala Rose and Sheeta. Sorry. <clears throat> this was this was so much fun. These two in the ring, out of the ring. Um, Nyla Rose is really coming into her own. Like I, I I've been watching her for what a couple of years now, you know, on this brand of AEW. And and she is definitely more the awesome Kong type. She's, you know, she's a bigger girl and um, she's got a certain in-ring moveset. And, but she's definitely been improving more. And she's, she was wrestling a, one of AEW's former top champs here. And they're both former champions. So you knew this was going to be good. And they gave him a decent amount of time. This was, let's see here. This was 11 minutes, just over 11 minutes. So, hey, decent amount. Um, it's I mean, that's a little better than average for TV time, I'd say. And, uh, man, Nyla Rose just, uh, they, they both just, Blew this one out of the park. It was a great match. Hard hitting. Uh, a lot of close calls. Great shit. Great shit here. Loved it. Um, 
So, uh, no, but Nyla Rose wins, and she says during the match while she's, you know, hammering away at um, Sheeta, she's like, I'm going to win this title, or whatever, she's paraphrasing here, but, you know, she's, you know, yells it into the camera. And you know what? Um, as much as I would love to see Thunder Rosa or someone like that win it, I look at Nyla Rose, the way she performed in this match, and, man, she's going to be a tough egg to crack, honestly. <clears throat> totally. Is that appropriate for this? A tough egg to... I don't know. I don't know where the hell that came from. Sometimes I really question my senility at times. Uh, <laughs> great women's match. Uh, but this brand deserves more matches like this in a two-hour period. Uh, in fact, there was someone on the hard camera side during this match that said, AEW, please, more than one women's match per show. Something, something to that effect, you know. And, and they've, they've been getting better, like, featuring promos and stuff. Like, Britt Baker and her crew had some time. And I think someone else had some time. I forget, but... So, so they're getting a little better, but they need to, they do need to feature um, women more. So it's all a work in progress. You know, it's a new chapter. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We, we preach it all the time, you know. Uh, Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus the acclaimed. Oh, man. Talk about a high flying, hard hitting match. This was amazing um the camaraderie the chemistry between um uh dante martin and leo rush leo rush i mean you know he, he retired took some time off came back did some new japan stuff showed up in aew and it's been a slow burn real slow burn like okay you're just gonna see him here see him there he's got this thing now where he's mentoring dante dante's also getting pull from team taz like hey you need to join us but we're only gonna be so patient so there's that story going on what is gonna happen with dante um Maybe this is building up to his brother coming back and Leo Rush is going to stay as a mentor but keep wrestling. I don't know. What What do you, my audience, want to see happen with Dante Martin? Do you want to see him go to Team Taz and see where that goes? Do you want to see him stay with Leo Rush or just stay as a single star? Because I'm going to tell you, Dante Martin, 20 years old, he is killing it right now. And this, this match with Leo was amazing. And I also want to put over the acclaimed here. Look, controversy aside, this is a very talented team. I love the acclaimed. And Bowens, Anthony Bowens, um, you know, he's more the, uh, how do I say this? I'm dating myself here when I say this. He is the Dean Martin to the Jerry Lewis slash <laughs> uh, Platinum Max Caster. You know, he's more of the straight man. <clears throat> or or maybe 
a closer representation would be he is the Josh uh, Bowens is the Josh Alexander to the Ethan Page when they were the North. Maybe I don't know. It's yeah, I, th- I think you think you get what I'm saying. Um, spine chilling cinema is in here. What is up, brother? Hope you're well, man. Uh, more Abaddon. True, true. She had that championship shot a few weeks ago. And uh, we just don't see much of her. So I don't know if it's like they're trying to just trickle her in, kind of like an MJF thing or what. But we definitely need more Abaddon. I'm just glad we got some around the Halloween holiday. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yo, yo, listen. (laughs) I love love Max Caster. Dude, his, his old, I'm old school. So when I, so when he comes out and he starts spitting and he's got the big old chain and the other, and you know, Bowens has the, the boom box and, and the beats going, and, oh man, I just, I dig it. I dig it. I get it. I get it. And I appreciate the, the old school hustle. It's amazing. You know, I, I grew up on run DMC and LL Cool J and the fat boys and all that goofy fun shit back in the day that's duh, doesn't get any better than that yes anna says this tag match was a thing of beauty like i said the chemistry between um uh dante and and leo was just oh it was a lot better than I thought, but they were just running circles around Caster and Bowens, especially in that first part of the match. Man, so good. Main event time. Oh, I can't, I can't skip this. I don't know where I, I don't know where this was. I don't. I, so I apologize. Like I, said, I don't, I didn't take notes last night. But we cannot forget before we start talking about the main event. MJF just shooting his mouth off. By the way, they they featured MJF a lot in this episode. Um, they featured him in a promo that was post-match, and he was all banged up, and he was talking about his knee, and he was just screaming at the camera, and he was all bloody. Um, not that bloody, but he was, you could see it was post-match. It was he was messed up. Um I uh I was just reading Hannah's comment here. Sorry I came up rock and metal. I don't get it. Oh, I, I I totally understand that. I totally understand that. Trust me, I love my rock and metal too, my old school. In fact, I was just kind of discovering Crocus the other day, believe it or not. Um the lead singer just came out with a new single he's starting he's got a solo release coming out stories i believe his name is um so that made me go listen to old crocus so you want to talk about old school that's as old school as it gets screaming in the night uh remember that one good shit um that's mjf mid-card jobbers forever jk (laughs) But yeah, so MJF comes out shooting his mouth off. First of all, the chairman, 
uh, Sean Spears tries to quiet the crowd down. Of course, that just riles him up even more. Classic heel shit, you know. Nothing new here. Wardlow, the consummate big guy background, doesn't say nothing. I was like, okay, he's still he's still with MJF here. I don't know. He's, he's not really showing it, but he's here. And right in the middle of all his spitting, like uh, like he, he says something to the effect of something about the locker room, and all of a sudden, CM Punk's music hits. Oh, my God. The whole, the roof just gets blown off the place. They go nuts. And MJF's mouth drops, hits the canvas, bounce up, slaps him in the face. Uh, <laughs> priceless. MJF, kind of like, you know, a little sheepish, a little cocky, a little sheepish. And he goes to shake Punk's hand. Punk gets in the ring, looks at him, looks around, smirks, has a smile on his face, turns around, and exits. Just laughs at him and leaves. Oh, my God. I, you know, I wanted the promo between the two, and trust me, we're going to get there. But this was an amazing way to start this, believe it or not. Because, you know, while MJF spits all this stuff and you could say lives rent-free in his opponent's head, you know, as the saying goes, well, guess what? Without a word said, CM Punk is now doing that to MJF. Priceless. So yes, we're actually getting this. I I can't believe this. This is um <clears throat> we're um uh, I'm popping for this. We're we're spoiled as wrestling fans. It's and if you don't think this is gonna be good, you need to check your pulse, seriously. Cause MJF is good beyond his years. He's like what 24, 25. He's amazing. <clears throat> what someone said something one of the commentators said something oh damn brain fart um oh said something about mjf yeah he had three matches last year or something <laughs> Yeah, maybe he didn't have a lot of TV matches. Maybe he had a few dark matches too, but Tony Khan's treating him like he he is special. He is a prodigy. You know, it's not just it's not just the spitting on the mic. It's not just the promos. His in-ring work, you just go back and watch the Darby Allen. It minus the shenanigans, of course, you know. But he's good. MJF is good. He is one of the best on the roster, in my professional podcasting opinion. And now he's going up against the best in the world, CM Punk. So he so he claims to be. So others claim him to be. He is one of the best, I think, still. 
He's still, I think he's still brushing the dust off, but damn, Punk's, he's, he's getting it back. He's getting it back. He's starting to get back into the swing of things, especially after that, that Kingston. I didn't think Kingston was going to be around either. Barely got two words in this episode. Okay. So this popped in my head just a second ago. I got to spit this out before we get into the main event, before I lose it. Tony Schiavone, I laughed. I, I damn near fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard at this. I'm rewinding in the episode a bit. Please bear with me. The tag match. Dante Martin versus the Acclaimed. When the Acclaimed are on their way to the ring and they're, they're rapping, they're spitting, the Acclaimed are here. And then all of a sudden, Leo and Dante, Tope Suicidas, out of the ring, dive and take out the acclaim before they even get to the ring. Without missing a beat, Tony Schiavone screams into the mic, and the acclaimed are on their ass. <laughs> oh, I, I laughed so. I love Tony Schiavone. I mean, there's times when he's really cocky and comes off really kind of brash and not very enjoyable at times. But damn, I'm, I just—it's moments like this that remind me how much and why I love Tony Schiavone. He's—he's he's been fairly uncensored lately. Like he even dropped an f bomb. I heard a few weeks ago. I'm—I think I missed it. But <clears throat> because you blink, you miss it. Did you hear that? No. Did you smell that? Yeah. What? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. The acclaimed are on their ass. It was uh, too damn funny. All right, main event time. This was this was was uh, this was just a classic, uh, and, and practically a dream match. Honestly, when you talk about you know people from other companies coming to other companies and doing stuff, well now, Jay Lethal is all elite, and he's getting the opportunity for the, the open challenge opportunity to face the TNT champion, Sammy Guevara, for the AEW TNT championship. They gave this one a decent amount of time, most time on the show, certainly deserved it. And uh, and you know what? I, I, uh, I haven't watched Jay Lethal wrestle in quite a long time. Oh, I, I love this. This was so good because... Like, if you know Jay Lethal, you know his finishers, you know what's coming, you know how he's going to go back and forth with Sammy Guevara. And and I don't know if it's legit or not what's going on with Sammy, if he legit was banged up or if he's just selling a storyline for, you know, story purposes to add more drama to the match. Like, he was banged up from the Minnesota Street Fight versus... Um, Jiminy Christmas, uh, America's top, America's top team. See that 10 times real fast. I need to finish off this pot of coffee. All right. But, um, and I, and I'll tell you, I, it, there were moments in this match and this is, this is another reason why I love AEW and the wrestlers in AEW. Because 
there were moments in this match where they made you believe that Jay Lethal was truly going to take this championship on night nine. Wow, night one debut match in this company. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Punk, for the bits. Much love, man. And he's, <laughs> and he's in the YouTube. <laughs> Pick a spot. No, I don't care. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the bits, man. Appreciate it. Um, uh, Anna here says, uh, that was so good. One of the best main events lately for AEW. Uh, this may have been uh, match of the night or or match of the year. Wow, yeah, yeah. Their their um their main events have been a little back and forth lately, as far as like ooh something really exciting and tremendous wrestling, or something maybe a little more goofy that you're like, eh, this could have been earlier in the night, you know, or something. So yeah, they they've been a little inconsistent lately, but uh, the the wrestling in general on these shows have been pretty good, you know. Nothing, nothing nothing's perfect, you know. And I I have been critical of some things, um, as far as but th this was a great Fallout episode. Um, you got. You know, some question marks like, oh, okay, Kenny's gone. What's going to happen with the elite? What's going to happen with the super click party club double whopper with hold the pickles and mayo, whatever? Um, <laughs> quesadilla, hold the sauce. Uh, so, yeah, um, you know, I know America's top team tonight. Uh, we got a great women's match, uh, some drama with uh, Britt Baker, great tag match stuff. We got Brian Danielson. He's a heel now. We got uh, we got some cowboy shit. Um, you know, Hangman's going to be a different kind of champ. Um, and I can, I, I've I've gotten to the point where I can completely appreciate his hustle. It's a different kind of hustle. It's more organic. He's he's absolutely a different kind of champ than Kenny Omega. And I hope... How do I say this? There's a lot of big things going on in AEW right now. There's a lot of big, new, shiny toys, new faces, new names going on in AEW. And I just hope that these other things aren't booked to, we'll just say accidentally, because I don't think Tony Khan's like this. He's not of any Mac by any means, but, you know, to each their own, has their opinion on this. But that's a subject for another time. Um, I hope that these other things aren't booked to accidentally outshine what's been building for literally years for Hangman Adam Page. And if you don't, go back and look at the, the story another, another time when you have time. 
this this whole thing with Adam Page has been building since day one. And it's been a really good story. It really has. Um, I think they featured some highlights of it and, you know, kind of told it on the uh, the full gear preview. The countdown as far as Hangman's journey, you know, from day one. And then um, so, yeah, I mean. You know, and I, I love punk and now Daniel Bryan or damn it, <laughs> Brian Danielson. That was a slip. <laughs> oh, shame on you. Whatever. Brian Danielson is now going to be facing Hangman Adam Page. And you know, on paper, some people are gonna say, Oh, Brian Danielson's gonna destroy Hangman Adam Page. But remember, Brian couldn't beat Omega. Adam beat Omega. And like Adam said last night, Adam beat Omega in less than a half an hour. So there's all those little things like, okay, do the math. Adam's better than Daniel Bryan. Wrestling history-wise, Brian Danielson would destroy Adam Page. So you can look at it different ways. Um, in less than 30 minutes. Did I say 20 minutes? Sorry. Um, I think that's what I said. But anyways. So um, <laughs> Anna says, I don't know the big names. I haven't watched WWE in, in 30 years. All right. Well, then, then you, like Mark, are going to, you're slowly discovering the, how do I say this, how good CM Punk is. Um, but please, if, like, if, if you're not curious in the WWE journey, which some of it was good, not all of it, um, go back and watch some of the... Um, Uh, Ring of Honor stuff. Go watch the Ring of Honor stuff that Punk did in a classic versus Austin Aries, Brian Danielson, and amongst other people. Um, you'll you'll get the legacy. You'll understand why he's as good, why he's revered how he is. He has a cult following, and it started back in the mid, early to mid 2000s. But names like that, you know, that are really turning heads for the fan base of the AEW. And I'm sure there's, you know, some that it turned off because they don't like punk or whatever. But whatever. They, they, I think the vocal majority is certainly at every show showing their appreciation and their love for punk. Ah. <laughs> you did. I was just beating you to it. Ah, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So yeah, this this like I said, this was a great episode. Great turning. You know, you're turning the page. You're starting a new chapter in AEW. Um, but now we're going into the holiday season, so I have a feeling they're going to focus 
a bigger part of this chapter post holidays. Just a guess. It's pure speculation. Um, Cause uh, the Thanksgiving episode is next week. I don't know if I'm going to be covering that or not. Maybe I'll watch it super late at night. Although that's, it's a, it's a Turkey day. At least I think it is. I got to see when, what falls on what. I'm pretty sure how uh, Thanksgiving is on Wednesday. Maybe. I've, I don't know. But anyways, um, I just got to check my calendar. There's a lot going on in this house lately with doctor's appointments and everything. Whew. It's enough to make your head spin and your hair fall out. Well, at least one of those is happening to me, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, great episode, little bit of everything. We got a big heel turn, great women wrestling, great high-flying action slash tag match stuff, phenomenal main event. So, yeah, um, good shit, good, good cowboy shit. Uh, <laughs> so um, we're going to get out of here. Yeah, chopping this down, chopping it up in less than an hour. Phenomenal. Uh, go check out the links in the description. Uh, you're going to see uh, holiday promos coming soon for the merch shop. New holiday merch. Can't wait to uh, get that out to you guys. There's going to be new stuff um, for Smash This Podcast, T&I, and the UK guys. Very excited to feature them as well. Uh, they deserve it. They're hardworking and they're bringing it every week. If you're not checking out the UK team of TNI, please take take some time out of your midweek and go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Plus, you'll also get to discover some great new faces and some great interviews for uh, people that probably aren't getting enough attention on the British independent wrestling scene, which I'm just 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 learning now how good and how rich it is as things start to slowly you know turn around worldwide for you know wrestling wise because of the pandemic you can't say that too loud uh so yeah um yeah go cool. so go check out the merch link in the description go check out the socials the face botch the twitter box the Instanec. I'm not on them much. I do some promoting. So uh, it's an easy follow. I don't spit a lot of controversial BS. I'm uh, I'm quiet. So it's an easy follow. I appreciate it. Helps the channel grow. Uh, if you're on uh, Twitch, uh, I don't I don't plug that as much because Twitch has been wonky. But if you're on there, thank you. Thank you for the bits. Thank you for the follows, the subs. I still got a handful on there, I think. So, and uh, of course, thanks for the ever slowly growing YouTube audience. Thank you for the the tips. Much love. Always appreciated. Uh, so on your way out, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Smash that sub button. And ring that bell for notifications. Why? so that you know when more of my content hits your screen. We're out of here, folks, later tonight. That's right. J-Bone is pulling double duty. Later tonight, we got the live reaction for T&I. Following that, um, 
the live review of Impact Wrestling. Jiminy Christmas, almost forgot what show we're talking about. Whew, a lot going on, folks. All right, we're out of here. Take care. Much love. See you later.